Joining me now for this bonus episode of Locked On Gators Life, we do it every Saturday, is Tyler Fornis at The Real Forno on Twitter with Vikings Wire, Run and Shooter on Substack, 33rd Team, Fantasy Points, and again, everything that you could possibly find him doing, he is doing somewhere. And we're here to talk Florida, South Florida. Uh, last week didn't go as any of us anticipated, but this week, should go much better for the Florida Gators. Tyler, this spread is 24 and a half on Bet Online. It opened at that. It's been that this entire time. It's been consistent. How do you feel about that spread? It's a very interesting spread because, uh, well, let's kind of track back to week one. Week one, they played BYU. Last year, they went to Provo, and it was it was a 12 and a half point spread. And they covered, sorry, it was a 20 point spread. They covered it easily. They only lost by eight. And this is a better South Florida team. Jerry Bohannon is an upgraded quarterback over Timmy McLean. You figure, okay, Bohannon, with what his skill set is, you'd be able to translate into at least a few points. Hey, you know what? 12 and a half, they should be able to cover that, right? No, they get absolutely like ram, like lambasted 38 to nothing. But BYU is on a different level. They beat Baylor in Pro Bowl last weekend, which is one of my favorite games of the weekend to watch. College kicker bonanza. If you don't like college kickers, Boy, was the late night slate the slate for you. Uh, but 24 and a half feels like the Gators should cover. Anthony Richardson, and I know it's something that you've said all, all summer, and I, I want to um, emphasize it. Anthony Richardson is Wyoming's Josh Allen. And when you look at them, it's a one-to-one comparison. They're both big. They both have every tool in the toolbox, and they have no freaking clue how to use it. Richardson is that yeah, pitcher in 10th, as a 10 year old who can throw a 50 mile an hour fastball and hey why don't you they're expecting you to whip it why don't you throw a changeup? no i don't wanna i'm just gonna whip it because it's fun like that's kind of what richardson is right now he's only gunning it he needs to learn the touch once he does he's going to be incredibly dangerous that was the one thing that was missing from the game against kentucky the ability to throw the touch pass honestly you have that and the gators probably win that football game and he's going to learn it over time but he's not going to really need to worry about it too much against a paltry South Florida team. This rushing attack alone should be able to cover a 24 and a half point spread. I think that the Gators, especially with how aggressive and talented that defense is, they gave up 26 to a good Kentucky team and 26 to a really good Utah team. This defense is back in the sense that, Hey, this there's always been a lot of talent. Now we have a coordinator that actually knows what he's doing and that's a major thing. And especially when you're about to play Tennessee and Tennessee's got a very fast paced, high tempo offense. It's going to get a lot of opportunity, a lot of plays to make points happen. You need a nice little tune up game. And that's what uh, South Florida is going to be. And then the over under going into this game is 60 points. I know that we're expecting Florida to kind of blow South Florida out of the water. How do we feel about hitting the over of 60? Look, life's too short to bet the under, but I'm betting the under. I don't trust this team to, one, put up 60 on their own. Uh, South Florida is not a good FBS team. They are still an FBS team. I'm not counting on the Gators to put up 60. I'm also not counting on South Florida to put up more than 10 at the most. And that's probably going to be fourth quarter garbage time after they get a field goal on the third, first drive. Hell, even New Mexico State going into Alabama gets field goals on the first drive, then does nothing the rest of the game. Schemed up plays, 
plays that are already set in stone that that script you can score points against almost anybody after that it's it's done i i would say this is probably like a like a 48 to 10 kind of game at best and even then that's still the under yeah that's what i was doing i was uh before we recorded i was like looking at the numbers and i was like how would this work in order for them to hit 16 i'm like I don't think they're gonna. <laughs> it's a simple. I, I don't think they're going to because I was watching the South Florida games that they've played so far. They don't look good, and that that's upsetting because like I don't know why I've always like kind of liked South Florida, but it's upsetting that they just don't look good at all. Jerry Bohannon is is like you mentioned, like he he's a solid quarterback. They should have gotten better. Didn't. Um, like, I think they're still very bad, and this defense, like South Florida defense is so awful. That BYU game was just terrible. A jet touch pass on the first play goes to the house. And just, it was, it was so awful for uh, South Florida's defense. Where I'm like, Florida could run the ball and put up points all they want. South Florida's going to have a difficult time scoring points. But now we're about to take a look at Anthony Richardson specifically because we've spoken about him quite a bit. And our friends over at Bet Online were nice enough to give us these props. This episode is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to spice up the college football season. It's easy to play and easy to win cold, hard cash in a single game. I know I made money last weekend by picking that John Reese Plumley, UCF starting quarterback, would have more than 52 and a half rushing yards. He had, I think it was 83, somewhere around then. It was just the easiest money ever. He's a, he's a dynamic player. So just, I'm doing that. I don't know what the line is for him this week. I'm doing it again. Underdog has investment backing by Mark Cuban, Kevin Durant, Adam Schefter, and more to help build a fantasy platform with a fun user experience and support team. Sign up with the promo code LOCKED ON and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. Deposit $100 and get another $100 free. Anthony Richardson passing yards 185 and a half for this game. That would be a career high for him. Uh, his against South Florida last year, I believe he had 152 passing yards on three attempts. So, how do we feel about Anthony Richardson getting 185 and a half this time? You know what? You said it pre-show. It's, it would be a career high for him. I'd bet the over here, and here's why. They are, they're going to see what happened against Kentucky. They're going to try and fix a couple things in practice. I guarantee you they were working and told him to work off to the side on touch passes and just not throwing fastballs. I think they're, this is a perfect opportunity to get him a lot of reps throwing the football. They know they can run all over this team. They give Richardson some reps throwing. He already sees the field very well and makes really calculated decisions. It's how he executes those decisions that's a really big deal. I think that the uh, Gators should really focus on getting Richardson time throwing the football. Wouldn't shock me if he threw for like 304 touchdowns just to keep getting those reps. Because remember, this is only his fourth career college start. I I was one of the few people that was pounding the table for him. I loved him as a recruit. I thought he could potentially start over Trask, and I thought he should have started over Jones because he has that kind of talent. We are seeing it. Now you have to harness it. Talent is one thing. If you can't control it, it's it's absolutely worthless. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, you came on Locked On Gators last summer to talk about wanting Anthony Richardson over Emory Jones. And you kind of touched on it where this is a game where you think they're going to throw the ball a lot. They're going to try to let him get into a rhythm. And I think South Florida 
is a pretty good team to do that against, especially because they're going to sit back in zone quite a bit, or at least that's what they've shown so far this year. They're going to rush four, sit back in zone, and kind of make you beat them throwing the ball, which everybody's been able to do. But uh, I, I think that this would be a good opportunity for Anthony Richardson to go, okay, let's drop back and pass, and let's see if you can actually make these throws in game time. Rushing yards, 40 and a half. How do you feel about that one? It really depends. Um, if they're going to throw the ball that much with Richardson, why would they risk running him when they don't need to? I would consider the under here, but we also saw last year Richardson busted off that 80-yard run for a touchdown. This is not not a good South Florida defense. I would not touch this one, but if you're going to make a bet, I would lean the under if you think that the over is going to hit on the passing yards because I, I don't see them wanting to risk him running the football when they just don't have to. Yeah, I think my biggest struggle with that one, because ever since they put these odds, I'm like thinking about it, and it's just like, I don't think they run much with him. But also, he only needs one to get, like he only needs one to hit that. So that's why I'm like, yeah, I I don't think I'm going to put money on it because I'm going to feel stupid either way if I do. Brandon, here's the thing. You can't expect him to hit an 80-yarder. Like that's, if you want your bet to hit, you, you just can't expect that. This isn't, prime adrian peterson where you're going to expect two one negative two one three zero zero negative four eighty like that was his stat line consistently Brees hall at iowa state very similar but anthony richards is not going to get 25 chances to hit the home run he's going to get like seven it's not a smart bet if you think that the gators are really going to throw the football i wouldn't touch it but if you're going to unders probably the play and then touchdown passes, we have one and a half. Is set it over? And a half. Over. They're going to try throwing the football. They're going to get him reps, and because of that, you're going to have a lot more opportunities. Now, the tough part with touchdowns, they are inherently random. You can't predict touchdowns. It's very difficult to do so because like, remember the, the heydays of like late '90s, early 2000s football. Oh. The Bucs are going to drive. They're throwing the football over the field. Work done. Looks great. Mike calls that one-yard touchdown. Like, there are touchdown vultures. And when they get down to the one-yard line, why wouldn't they just hand it to Montreal Johnson and all of a sudden this little beefcake is going in for a touchdown? Like, they're inherently random. But if you expect the Gators to throw like we do, overs the play. And then rushing touchdown for Anthony Richardson. Yes is minus 200. No is plus 160. I'd say yes, because if they do get in close, Rich, along with Montreal Johnson, Richardson could be that guy. And if you only need one, that is going to be a lot easier to accomplish. So, yeah, I'd go over on one. Yeah, I mean, I figured, you know, they did it against Utah. They got in the red zone. They started running more option. And it's like, I think that you can do that same thing against South Florida. And all it takes is one carry there to get that. The last prop we have for Anthony Richardson interception yes is minus 130 no is plus 100 i'd go yes he's just he's erratic that he is wyoming josh allen he does not know how to harness his abilities and until he learns how to harness his abilities it's it's going to be a lot of up and down and you're going to see a lot of really good stuff but you're gonna see stuff where it's like man what are you doing? Why are you whipping that ball in when it's five yards away? And then all of a sudden it hits the receiver in the chest, bounces up, interception. And that's all it's going to take. 
as well as touchdowns. Interceptions are inherently random because of stuff like that. I would I would bet the over and feel relatively comfortable with it. Yeah, I, I was thinking I'd do the same thing, especially if they're going to throw the ball a ton. Odds are he's going to make at least one mistake or someone will get that little hit him in the hands, hit him in the shoulder pads, pop up, and it's a pick. Uh, mm-hmm. South Florida did force an interception against BYU's Jaron Hall, who throughout his career so far has been pretty safe with the ball. So there's that. But again, like you said, they're just they're, they're random. It, it's hard to predict that there will be any interceptions, any, te- any touchdown passes because of the goal line. It's, it's fun stuff gambling. <laughs> um, this was Tyler Fornes. Find him on Twitter at the Real Forno, and he'll be with Locked On Gators every Saturday this season to help you and me make money.